0: Hey, this is Gail Nelson. This is The Game of Life. Welcome to The Game of Life. I'm Gail Nelson, your host, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, and I'm pleased to be back in the studio with incredible attorneys, incredible leaders in the legal profession. We have with us Andrew Yaffa, partner, Grossman, Roth, Yaffa, and Cohen, and also Natasha Cortez, another partner, and the first female Hispanic partner at the firm. Natasha, Andy, welcome to the Game of Life.
1: Thank you for having us. Agreed.
0: Thanks it is, for having us here. It's an absolute pleasure having you both here. Let's just jump right in. As we think about mentoring, as we think about career pathways, tell me a little bit, Andy, about the firm, uh, and just, and then we'll get into your specific
2: stories as well. So tell me a little bit about the firm. So uh, Grossman Roth Jaffa Cohen has been in existence now 31 years Mm. and I will tell you that uh, I was lucky enough to come in as a first-year law student and they've never treated me as a young lawyer coming in they treated me as family from day one they brought me in treated me as their own and the firm has this family mentality and it's been that way ever since I started and from a family standpoint uh when I first met you,
0: Andy, there was another young man, sharp-dressed, looks kind of like you, just happened to be your son. That's exactly <laughs> he, right. He's also uh, with the firm as well. And tell me about just
2: how you, uh, how your son got involved. So my son Ryan is a brand-new lawyer, just passed the bar. And uh, lucky enough, my partner saw enough in him to give him the same opportunity they gave me and despite my efforts to push him to uh, go into something else because I didn't want him to struggle with some of the same issues we deal with as trial lawyers dealing with catastrophic losses he decided that he had this passion uh, he saw what we did for a living he saw the help that we bring to families in need and he's got this passion and desire to do this and I'm sure he's gonna take it to a whole new level and I think it's safe to
0: say that uh, dad's mentoring uh, probably helped him along the way in terms of
2: his desire to be an attorney I'd like to think that some of the things that that I've given him over the years have sunk in, and he's gotten all of the good things I have to offer as opposed to all of the other.
0: (laughs) Natasha, as we think about you, and I want to take you back to your teenage years, Natasha, and uh, (laughs) a couple years back. uh, You are working, this is the only job, and correct me if I'm wrong, the only job you've ever had.
1: That's correct. It's the only career career that I've had. I, I yes. was a waitress sure, for many sure. years and those type of jobs, you know, through college. And um, I did work lo- as a little law firm as kind of like a legal assistant just to get my feet wet. Mm-hmm. But um, much like where Ryan is now, that's where I was 21 years ago. And my mother working at the firm for the number of years that she was, I interviewed with one of the partners, got to meet the other guys who I knew and had grown up with and they gave me this opportunity just like we're doing for ryan and we've done for others in the firm and it it really is a family environment i mean my brother does powerpoints for the firm (laughs) through his business my aunt works with them i mean they do foster that family mentality
0: and let's talk about mom i mean how long has your mom been with the firm
1: so i think she's going on 26 years this year and so she has an interesting history, too. Both my parents are Puerto Rican, um, grew up very poor and in the projects in New York. They were both the first to go to college. Um, my dad was part of the ABC program, which was a, a federal program called A Better Chance. And so uh, through some testing, they picked out several African Americans and Puerto Ricans to go basically live with a family up in a very affluent um, area of um uh, I think it was New Hampshire, Hanover, New Hampshire. And so he lived there for four years, went to high school at a very prestigious school and was the first to go to college in his family. Hmm. And so, you know, the pressure was on me to kind of live up to what they had done. And I was the first in my family to go to grad school. So, you know, I wanted to make them proud always.
2: Let's
0: stay there for a minute. Exposure, uh, in spite of the odds, a career in law, uh, as well. And Natasha, I want to stay with you on this for just a minute. For kids who don't have that type of support system, I mean, you think about your brother. Uh, he's in this ABC program. He's put in an environment. I mean, his talent was already there. He didn't need to be fixed. He had the talent, but he's exposed. And then he goes on to excel. And I think about, you know, you look at the legacy with family. And so many of the kids we serve just need that exposure, they have the curiosity, the interest, the innovation, uh, the talent uh, so what when you think about kids who don't have that support system in place what what advice do you have for them
1: It's so important because really what you just need like you said is the opportunity to see and kind of visualize yourself there so you may have an interest, but if if you're not exposed, if you don't have that opportunity to see something um, You know, really, you feel like the doors are closed for you. So, for me, through my mother working in the legal world and being exposed to the firm, you know, throughout the years, I got a glimpse of that. And that was so powerful just to be able to see people working there. And so, I think that is invaluable. Today, I think kids really have the um, opportunity to go to use the internet because we didn't have that and you know in our in our days and now you can go on the internet and get so much information and so much data but you need somebody to always kind of guide you because it's not the same as seeing it firsthand but i think there's so many more opportunities for them to get those experiences in different ways than we did um and especially with the pandemic now even virtual internships and all of those you know availabilities that weren't there before i think only broadens the, sp- the scope basically for those kids to be able to explore different areas that they might be interested in.
0: I love that. Uh, Andy, as you think about careers in law, now how long have you been practicing law, Andy?
2: So like Tosh, this is the only legal uh, profession I've had. I've only worked with Grossman Roth Yaffa Cohen. It was initially just Grossman Roth. There were four lawyers Stuart Neal brought me in as a first year law student and I've been with them as they've expanded and grown. I graduated law school in 91 and I've been here ever since. Incredible.
0: And for that young person out there that's, you know, people talk about, yeah, I'm a recovering attorney and all this other stuff. What advice do you have for kids who have an interest, you know, in
2: law and an interest in the profession? So if if these uh, young people have interest and they want to see what we do and how we do it there's an open invitation to call us and we will include them I will tell you that I I love the opportunity to have young people following us along in seeing these cases as they develop because unless you you see it and you appreciate it all you see is the final product or you see a little piece um, we've had the luxury and it's an honor to be quite honest of seeing children of prior clients that live through their parents lawsuits with us that have gone on to attend college and law school and become lawyers and they've reached out to us in years uh, after the case telling us hey you influenced us and thank you for taking the time and they've turned into incredible people they're contributing to the community and who knows where they would have ended up and i think that a lot of young people just need that opportunity like natasha said um, if you've got young people that are interested in the legal profession, there's a world of opportunity, and I can tell you at our firm, we're more than willing to open the doors and open their eyes and include them to the extent that they want to be included.
0: Well, there's no hidden agenda. There is clearly a, a pending meeting where we will talk about school to work workplace mentoring to expose our youth, our littles as we call them here at Big Brothers Big Sisters, to careers in law with workplace mentoring. So. I'm glad you both are partners, because uh, hopefully when that vote comes up, you guys will vote up <laughs> favorably. Nope. But no, in all seriousness, sure. when we met with Stewart and the whole team, it is the synergy is clear. The family legacy that you both bring to the table is absolutely clear. And you both are successful uh, lawyers and partners in a, in a firm that's grounded in just you know family and mentoring. But I gotta ask you both individually, who mentored you? Name, of course, we've, oh, we all have uh, various mentors, but, and let's stay with you for a minute. Who mentored you along the way, uh, and what did he or she teach you?
2: So there it's a complicated answer, and if that's okay, it's all right. I, I'm going to give you, it's two-tiered. Um, as I sit here right now, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Okay, <laughs> I'm a big kid that is reveling in the opportunity that was given to me. Um, I initially wanted to be a doctor and my father who is a physician told me don't do it go to law school see what happens and that's what led me to Stuart Grossman Uh, my father and Stuart had a friendship Stuart opened the door for me to come in and clerk and without question as it relates to my legal profession Stuart Grossman has been my mentor that's not to discount Neil and the other lawyers because they've all taken me under their wings and I've, I've tried to learn from all of them and they all bring a a different set of positives and you know the the sum of the whole is greater than the individual parts and that's for sure um Stuart, Neil and the rest of the lawyers uh, have all been my mentors legally for sure. I love that and I can certainly relate
0: to you're having so much fun and you just recognize the opportunity Uh, and it's that childlike uh, disposition and youthful spirit that makes you successful as well I mean I uh, that was obvious when I first met you as well, Andy. So I love that, Natasha. you I know you've had mentors, and outside of family, because we know obviously your mom—that's an easy answer. And yes. If you want to include mom in the answer, you're more moms are always welcome on the mentoring podcast. I gotta say, mom. You, gotta no say. doubt. So let's <laughs> let's talk about it. Who mentored you along the way, mom, and who else? But talk to us.
1: Well, definitely, obviously, my mother was an influence, having been in the legal industry, and I could gather from her that I think she had wished for herself that she had gone to law school so it was maybe fulfilling a dream of hers in a way but she also provided me with those mentors along the way and so I one thing that really stands out is um, in middle school she uh, provided me to do an interview with two female lawyers uh, that were litigators and that for me was just instrumental it was a a defense lawyer by the name of Kim Cook and then um, a plaintiff's lawyer by the name of Judy Bass. And I was able to sit down and spend a day with each of them. And I cannot tell you how, again, that one opportunity of just kind of seeing yourself in their shoes, you know, and them telling you you can do it. Yes, there's a lot of men in this industry at the time, but you can do it, we do it, and gave me that guidance. And not just that day, but then kept in touch with me throughout that, you know, period of time until I decided to go off to law school. And my mentor at the firm (laughs) has been who I interviewed with the very first day, which is Neil Roth, and we have very similar styles in terms of our preparation of cases, and so we just gelled. But I've learned something from Andy, from Stuart, from Gary, from all the lawyers. I'm still learning from the younger lawyers that have joined us because everybody has their own style, and that's the beauty of it. You know, you learn a little bit from from everyone and you take, and that's the other thing I would tell young people that want to do this, the law has so many areas that you can go into. So, you know, there's this perception of maybe what you see on TV, but it's not all of that. I mean, there's so much more to it. There's so many different areas. If you're an introvert and you think, well, I can't, you know, I'm not outspoken. I don't like public speaking. There's transactional law. There's uh, technology in the law. You can blend law because law is in almost every aspect of our life if you think about it. So if you just find your passion, I was very interested in medicine, and so I kind of blended law and medicine, and I primarily do medical malpractice. But you can do that with everything, and I think just having the opportunity and seeing yourself in those shoes is just so powerful.
0: What I uh, always love about this mentoring conversation, Andy and Natasha, is the fact that when people specifically, you went went back to middle school, the specific uh, ladies that were there, their positions, because you took a picture, a mental picture, of who they were, you saw yourself in their shoes, and here you are. Uh, And see, that's the power of mentoring because these kids are watching, and you're the first female Hispanic partner at the firm. And there's another young lady that says, you know what? Because of you, I can be. And I just can't uh, stress that enough to not only the two of you as legal professionals, but to our listening audience as well as we think about the power of mentoring and how so many different mentors bring different aspects you know sometimes it's I've had people tell me well I like the way Andy wore the suit and he was just so cool and approachable which you are and smooth in the suit too and Natasha just so down to earth which you are Mm -hmm. and again so it's the little things that people pick up on that can change somebody's trajectory uh, in terms of a future career having said that Andy when you think about you both have had you know, major cases that you've been successful in uh, for your clients and on behalf of the firm what traits are our characteristics are necessary to be successful in the field of law because do you always have to be and I think you touch on this Natasha as well in terms of just having to be so overt and i just tell me about some of the traits that are necessary
2: to be successful in this field or this career Well, I think it, in large part it depends on where you want to be and where you land. You don't have to have, uh, you don't have to be a specific type of person to practice law. There's a place within the profession for everybody. There Mm -hmm. really is. Uh, To litigate the case, you've got to feel confident and comfortable in your own shoes. You've got to be able to look people in the eye. You've got to be personable. You've got to be able to make somebody smile and appreciate uh, your position. You want them to relate to you and to listen to you and to like you. You can't come in and be arrogant and offensive because people are going to turn you off. And especially if you're going into a a court and you're going to argue to six strangers to be empathetic to your client and to listen to the evidence and to take the time to judge fairly, You, you want to appeal to what's best in everybody. And so, Gail, you and I can have this conversation about every different aspect. To be a litigator, you need a certain set of traits. Yes. To be a transactional guy where you're not gonna have a lot of interaction with the public, you don't necessarily need that same set of traits. There's a place for everybody, to be quite honest. I love that.
0: Because at the end of the day, within the field of law, there's opportunities outside of just being an attorney, Natasha, and as you think about if, let's say there's a a little girl out there, a little sister, who says, I'm... if I wanna go into law, the only thing I can do is be an attorney. What do you say to her about opportunities outside of just being an attorney, the lawyer, in this particular industry or field?
1: Gosh, there's so many. In fact, I think one article that I recently read said that about 20 to 25% of law students are going into law school not even thinking of becoming a lawyer. So they're going to law school already knowing that they don't wanna be a lawyer necessarily, but you can use it in so many aspects in business what business you know there's always contracts there's always negotiations Hmm. all those analytical skills that you learn in law school can be applied to business it can be applied to journalism a lot of what we do as lawyers you know are not in the courtroom it's talking to people it's relating to people it's reading and writing it's researching so all of those things that you can apply to so many different aspects. So I would say if you're interested in journalism, if you're interested in business, um, I would definitely look at, you know, you can teach, you can also, you know, teach at a law school or teach a pre-law class if you enjoy teaching people. There's just so many things you can do with it. And so many people that have left being a lawyer to start their own passion. And I I would venture to say that each one of them would say that still the skills and the education that they got as a lawyer was invaluable in whatever you're doing because, you're just teaching people to be analytical think for themselves and navigate the legal world which is very challenging for a lot of people so to have that edge in anything you do is just very powerful
0: as we all continue to deal with post-pandemic and as we move forward with quote-unquote normalcy i like better than normal uh, i don't i don't even like the word mediocrity i mean let's, let's be better than average, just be better, let's just excel. So as we uh, exceed normalcy, uh, Andy, and these kids are going back to school, and we talked about career pathways, we talked about mentorship, we talked about family, and with so much that we've dealt with, we talked about personal skills, to your point just recently, Natasha, having the soft skills to talk to people, whether it's a jury or whether it's just Gail and Andy or Gail and Natasha. As these kids go back to school, the same question for both of you as these kids go back to school in the fall, and as they just deal with, as we call it here, the game of life. And our slogan here is, in the game of life, everybody makes the team. But how you play is up to you. Coach him up, Andy. You're Coach Andy now. Uh, and it's it's interesting. There's so many coaches that I've seen that are <laughs> former lawyers and uh, sportscasters and all of that. So I want you to put on the Coach Andy hat uh... and you talk to this locker room full of kids who are ready to suit up and go back to the classroom but more so than just the classroom just of perspective on life
2: what do you say to them and if you had the floor so if i had the opportunity to speak to this this world if you will of young minds that's willing to listen to me and i appreciate that they are willing to listen um, keep an open mind be mm-hmm. positive Don't get focused and sucked into all the negativity in the world. There's so much good out there, and it's so easy to lose perspective. Um, Relish in your health. Relish in your family. Relish in all the opportunities that are out there. If you don't have the opportunity that you want, begin asking questions because you'll find it. The opportunities are there. you just got to be willing to look and ask for help. Um, through the the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization. There's a world of opportunity with connections, whether it's law or business or banking or education. There's a world of opportunity and you gotta think about what's out there for my taking. It's there for you to take. Reach out there and grab it. Nobody's gonna give it to you. Ask for help. The other thing I would say is think about before you act, One nanosecond of a stupid decision can ruin lives, and lives can be lost. Life is fragile. So please, before you act, think about what you're doing. How is this gonna impact me? How's it gonna impact everybody around me? Will this make my mom, my dad, my uncle, my mentor, my brother, whoever it is that I look up to, will it make them proud? Think about those kinds of decisions. If you behave that way and you make your decisions, is this going to make that person that I love and respect proud? you're you're gonna make the right decision it's a lot of richness there the simplicity
0: of family and enjoying the simple pleasures listening open mind accept the feedback but you gotta get it you know there's no you know the shortcut if you will to Mm -hmm. success you gotta you gotta put in the work great feedback coach Andy that's your new nickname by the way Uh, (laughs) Natasha uh, again same question here you are in front of this this group of open minds who are willing to listen and saying, okay We're going back to school and uh, that little sister, that little brother, what's your advice to them?
1: The one thing that I worry about with the young, having young children Mm -hmm. um, is they get, they seem to get so preoccupied because they have so much stress on them, honestly, um, in terms of competition, competition for schools and what jobs they're going to get and trying to figure out their careers already. And they... Uh, you know how many APs they're taking and what their GPA is and how, many, how their resume looks for college. I mean, they seem to be so focused on that and preoccupied, much more so than I remember at that time. And so I worry about when they take a misstep, when they don't get that A and it's a mm-hmm. B or a C that they give up and they shouldn't. So my advice would be, look at the big picture. I try to tell my kids all that time when they get discouraged, look at the bigger picture in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. You try your best and you do your best and you take advantage of the opportunities out there because so many of them just have these high expectations set for themselves. And when they miss one step, they almost feel like they can give up at that point. And I think letting them know it's okay, you know, big picture, don't worry about this, don't sweat the small stuff and really stay focused on what's important to them. I think that's they need to always be going back and listening to that um, in themselves and if they've got an interest step out of their comfort zone and go to their counselors tell them listen look this is what I'm kind of interested do you have any ideas go to those teachers that they have a connection with and maybe ask them because really the opportunity I feel that's the biggest education that they can get they're so focused on what classes they have to take and what resume they're not really paying attention to their own internal um, desires I feel I'm paying more attention to that and giving that and so if they know what their passion is what their interests are explore those find the time to explore those and don't worry about you know building your resume
2: there's one other piece of advice that that I think it just resonates with what you say and that is don't worry about what other people think and about being judged by others judge yourself love yourself if you love yourself <coughs> and you don't think for a second about what my peers think if these kids are so stuck on the social media and being yeah. judged based on what's being posted stop it put the phone down just do what's right do what makes you happy
0: this rich advice and I just uh, Andy Natasha when you to talk about relationships and uh, making mistakes and uh, you know look at the words failure versus falling if you think you're a failure you may not you're like no but we fall what do you think about get up right and so a rose without its thorns, and to your point, uh, you want to be the best Andy you can be. You exactly. know, It's like, hey, Gail, you be Gail and Natasha, you be Natasha. And so it, when it comes to mentoring with what you all are doing, and I, I just can't stress enough, and I shared this with Stuart when you all were here before on your initial visit, I really look forward to a partnership uh, with the firm because the more I talk to you all, the authenticity, uh, the family focus, that I mean again mom daughter father son uh in in terms of just legacy so on behalf of big brothers big sisters of miami uh welcome to the family cuz you guys are stuck with us now uh your advice your feedback your stories i look forward to not only sharing this with our big brothers big sisters network you know on the social media and the digital side but to have you to have these kids meet you all Absolutely. and have that exchange with you all as well so the utmost uh, love and respect to both of you, and all the and all your colleagues at the
2: firm for what you all are doing and what you mean to us. And on behalf of the community, thank you for what you do. Um, you're you are an inspiration to all of us. And uh, hopefully, Tosh and I and our partners, and the rest of the family can can bring some benefit to make Big Brothers and Big Sisters even better than what it is. That is greatly appreciated.
0: Every time I come to work, it's my way of. My mom is the same height as you are. We won't mention the height publicly, uh, but she's the same height you are, uh, Tasha. And not only that, but that little woman raised her baby boy right here. And every time I help any little boy or little girl, that's my way of saying thank you, Mom. It's a simple things. And I don't know what I want to be with my girl, but I'm having too much fun right now, so we'll just keep doing it. So please have with us today Andy and Natasha, partners at Grossman, Roth, Yaffa, and Cohen. In the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. And remember, from Tasha as well as Andy, ain't no mountain high enough. Let's go. Hey, this is Gale Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of the game of life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you.